Hey, it's C.S. Joseph with csjoseph.life doing another lecture on virtue and vice for our 16 lecture series for the 16 personalities according to Jungian analytical psychology. Tonight's type that we'll be talking about is the, the ENTJ, also known as the chief. So, virtue and vice, as far as chiefs are concerned, is very interesting. Mostly because chiefs get a bad rap for their vice. So much so that uh, people try to avoid them altogether. Or at least put them in their place where they think chiefs need to be. Instead of actually trying to have a relationship with them. Which can lead to ENTJs having abandonment issues in a serious way. Often ENTJs, I know, they get accused of being this way. And whether or not it's true or not, in terms of like their intentions about it, their advice that is, they always seem to be singled out as the bad guy. So why is this virtue and vice really relevant? One of the very interesting statistics about ENTJs that we'll find is how they approach money. And finances. It's no secret that statistically the ENTJ archetype is the uh, one type who has, well, the most income of all the 16 types by a huge, huge margin. I mean, look at Donald Trump, right? Oh no, but Mr. C.S. Joseph, Donald Trump is actually an ESTP. No, he's not. He's an ENTJ, actually. If you don't believe me, just look at his cognitive functions. Use the uh, Linda Barron's interaction styles and the Plato temperaments to type them properly. And you'll note that he's in charge, direct initiating control, similarly to ESTPs, but he's an intellectual. He's not an artisan. I don't see Donald Trump trying to create really much anything. I see him trying to be rational. He's very rational with his decisions. So much so it's like, well, that guy doesn't care about anyone, right? ESTPs care. ESTPs are aware of how other people feel. Donald Trump is not aware of how other people feel. He is only aware of how he feels, right? So guys, stop walking around thinking that Donald Trump is an ESTP. He's not. He's an ENTJ. Get it right. So, virtue and vice. The virtue of the ENTJ, <clears throat> excuse me, the virtue of the ENTJ is altruism. The vice of the ENTJ is greed or avarice. So, altruism versus avarice. What is altruism? Altruism is when a person can be very giving, a very supportive, like give this amazing experience, like especially with their money, right? I have known many ENTJs in my life who have been very altruistic for, towards me. They've given me time, money, advice, effort, resources. They've given me jobs because they saw my potential, etc. They take it very seriously. 
they're altruistic. Why? Well, it's because of their moral compass. What? Donald Trump has a moral compass? Yes. A very small one, because it's FI inferior. But yeah, moral compass, it's there. Remember, ENTJs are all about how they feel. Not about how anyone else feels, about how they feel, right? What they believe is a good or bad thing, what they value. So, if someone finds themselves being valued by an ENTJ, that ENTJ will provide resources, time, money, effort, res like more resources. I've been given jobs by ENTJs multiple times in the sign of projects or the form of projects or actual employment. I have been employed by ENTJs. I suspect Jeff Bezos himself is an ENTJ, right? So, from an ENTJ point of view, they're very in charge, but they can be very altruistic. But, because of how altruistic they can be, their vice, they can also be super greedy. How many times do ENTJs get accused of avarice? Like, for example, you have this ENTJ friend, He's got money, he's got, he's got a lot of uh, resources, it's because he's very rational with his money and how he spends his time, for example. Reads a lot, right? Sharpens his mind, like a sword needs a whetstone. Yes, I'm totally quoting Game of Thrones there. Tyrion, yeah, he said that. Pay attention. But the ENTJ can get greedy. Or at least it's the appearance of greed, right? See, an ENTJ doesn't exactly see themselves as greedy, right? It's, it's because, for example, ENTJs need loyalty more than anything else, right? So, let's say an ENTJ sees potential in you. They give you money, resources, power, a job. They're very altruistic with you. But they have this hope inside of themselves that because they've done these things for you, that you become loyal to them. Even unquestioningly loyal to them. Maybe even blindly loyal to them. Hey, I did all this stuff for you. You owe me, right? That's a covert contract. But in some cases, it may not even be a covert contract. They might, just be, they might be outright about it and say, you owe me. And when ENTJs come to collect, as they always do, uh, sometimes they take more than what they've given, right? That's because an ENTJ looks at everything from the form of an investment, right? So since it's an investment, investment speaking, you know, you want to have a good rate on return, right? A good return on your investment. So if I'm going to, as an ENTJ, invest in somebody, and I'm giving them a good return on investment, right? If I'm giving them that return on investment, then that basically means they're going to take more than what they put into that person, right? So that's what gives them the moniker of greed or avarice. Because when they make those investments in people, they're seeing it as an investment. Now, that's not to say that they can be they can't be truly altruistic and give without any strings attached right it just, it really depends like when the ENTJ is being giving you have to think to yourself okay is he being actually altruistic and is he giving it to me without any strings attached is he not expecting a return on his investment 
you know what? Most of the times in the moment, ENTJs don't even have that line of thinking and they're just giving to give. No problem. But over time, actually, the ENTJ will start to feel like they are owed. This happens because their INTP shadow. Their INTP shadow gets in the way, starts to think, okay, well, that person owes me, right? And it's just something that develops naturally over time in their shadow and eventually gets presented to their ego and their ego has to make a choice whether or not the ego will accept that as how it feels or not. So in that regard, you have to be careful. Is there strings attached? Is there return on investment? Is there a return on investment that's to be paid back, etc.? Sometimes it starts out innocent from the ENTJ and they're just given to give you a good experience because ENTJs desire so much to give everyone such a good experience because it's like their inner child. But it's eventually their uh, SI trickster gets in the way, uh, their, their NE credit gets in the way, and then they start thinking, well, that guy owes me, right? That INTP shadow kind of wakes up. And then when they want to collect, it's like, okay, you want to collect more than what you've given me, right? Well, that's where that greed accusation comes in, that vice of greed. So I'm not saying that they're always greedy. I'm not saying that. They are very altruistic. But if left unchecked, if their relationships go down the toilet, if they degrade over time, the ENTJ will expect... Uh, will expect a return on their investment, basically. And that's when they become avaricious and greed sets in. It's a, it's a, it is a risk. So when you're being given something by an ENTJ, make sure there are no covert contracts. Make sure that they understand specifically that, or you understand that, that is. You understand specifically that there are no strings attached, basically. But you also have to understand that it also depends on how the ENTJ, like who initiates the giving, right? Are you asking the ENTJ for something? Or is the ENTJ offering you something? That's another thing people don't realize. See, if an ENTJ is just giving of his own free will, right? Then it's more, they're, they're more altruistic about it. But because you've, let's say they've already given you something, right? And they're altruistic then. But then you're in a bind and you need something more. You go back to the ENTJ and you ask for more, right? You ask more from the ENTJ and then they give it to you again because they're altruistic. Except this time, you were the one that initiated, you were the one that asked, right? So then they have the strings, right? Oh, this is kind of like a loan of my time, a loan of my advice, a loan of my money, right? It's not just me giving to you, it's a, it's a loan to you this time, right? Even though they never say it, right? Well, that means it can become a covert contract, it can, turn into Aphoris. And they will come to you and ask for that return on their investment because the second time you went to the ENTJ, you initiated, right? You asked them. It could be seen as, they could see it as taking advantage of their generosity, right? Because ENTJs are the most generous of all the types. But Taking advantage of that generosity can cause them to become greedy and to take back what was given. So whenever you're asking something from an ENTJ, make sure it's them offering and not you asking because if you're the one asking, you are putting that relationship 
at risk of being a return on investment relationship and it turning into greed or avarice on their side. Do not put the ENTJ in this position. Do not do it. It's not fair. Well, of course, anyone could be like, well, it's not fair for the ENTJ to not state the terms of the relationship either, right? So, technically, everyone is responsible. Everyone with their interactions with the ENTJ are responsible for these interactions. It needs to be communicated. It needs to be understood. But remember, if you're going to take the risk of initiating with the ENTJ and taking advantage of their generosity and asking them for help, asking them for time, resources, advice, money, a job, they will expect a return on investment. And you can't just go around accusing them of being greedy after that because you were the one that initiated, right? So if you are going to initiate, you better make sure that it is stated no strings attached. Because if you don't state that, oh, and by the way, ENTJs are one of the two types that are the most forgetful of all the types, right? So because of how forgetful they are, I'd recommend uh, writing things down always with an ENTJ. Now, it's not as bad as fine print with an ENFP, but it's still bad enough that it's worth writing down. You always have it in writing. ENTJs actually appreciate having things in writing. That way, later, they're not so easily, not so easily accused, right? Accused of... Uh, being greedy or accused of wrongdoing because, again, an ENTJ takes their status, their reputation very seriously. And they don't want their reputation to go down in quality or status with their peers because they didn't have a written agreement with you and you're accusing them of being greedy. And you know what? In our ignorant first world culture, it is extremely easy for ENTJs to be accused of being greedy because most people walking around out there just automatically assume that if you're rich, powerful, and successful, that you're greedy. I'm sorry, but that's ignorant and not actually true at all. You know, just like RSD Tyler said in RSD Motivation, they got their YouTube channel, they got some videos up. Um, I think his real name is uh, Owen. I don't remember what his real name is, but RSD Tyler basically said that uh, he used to walk around thinking that, you know, if you're rich, I mean, you probably cheated, or you got lucky, or you're a dick, right? Or you're greedy. No. ENTJs don't, they're not actually that. They're very moral people. If you give them a chance to be moral, the problem is, what business do they have trying to be moral if everyone around them assumes wrongdoing, assumes avarice, assumes greed, right? Remember, they have that INTP shadow. If I'm going to do the time, I may as well do the crime, right? Such is the way of ENTJs with INTP shadow. Because the INTP is all about that. They regularly get accused. They regularly get taken advantage of in this way. Blamed. INTPs are regularly blamed and they hate blame. They're so easily blamed though. INTPs put themselves in those positions to be easily blamed. They shouldn't do that. But 
they lack the social skills, at least at the start of their life, because it takes time for them to develop social skills over time, that they're not able to realize those situations where they're about to be blamed until it's too late. But again, the INTP shadow still is within the ENTJ. And if they're going to do the time, they may as well do the crime. If they're going to be accused of being greedy, well, may as well be greedy then. May as well be avaricious then. What's the point? Why bother? Why bother being so moral? Why bother? You guys out there, stop pigeonholing ENTJs. All you have to do is communicate with them. Allow their virtue of altruism to come and they can do it of their own free will. Their inner child just wants to give everyone balloons and candy, just wants to give everyone a good experience and they will give generously of their own free will because they're very willful like that. I've had an ENTJ give to me generously multiple times and it's changed my life in knowledge and advice even money, resources, connections, deals, referrals, commissions, all sorts of things. And they did it for me without asking because I know better. I know to not ask them unless I'm willing to pay the price, right? Because now if I'm unwilling to pay the price and I still, still need to ask, well, then I'll put stipulations to my ask. Otherwise, I don't initiate with them and I don't ask. Can I let them give of their own free will? It's this kind of thinking, this virtue and vice is actually the uh, philosophy behind Randian objectivism. You will not find a more Randian objectivist type than the ENTJ, which kind of makes sense given when you read Atlas Shrugged that the main character Dagny Taggart is actually an ENTJ. John Galt is also an ENTP. Funny how that works. And it was written by an INTJ. Funny how that works. You know, the ENTP has highest compatibility with the INTJ. So INTJ woman wrote a book about an ENTP hero. Yeah, it's kind of obvious. But in any case, this is how ENTJs work. Virtue and vice. Altruism versus avarice or greed. So... If you found this lecture helpful, insightful, educational, please subscribe to the channel and uh, leave a like. If you have any questions about ENTJs or this particular virtue and vice, please leave it in the comment section and I'll do my best to answer all the comments. I take about one to two hours a day to read all of the comments on the channel, so if I missed you, just be patient, I'll get to you eventually. And I am getting all the video requests, guys, so thanks for that. Also, I'm going to be uh, going overseas over the next couple of days, so I'm not entirely sure how my video posting will go, but if I have the opportunity to, I will be posting while overseas as well. So, with all that, I'll see you guys tonight.